AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's Tuesday, March 30th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. A new study conducted by the CDC that followed about 4,000 healthcare personnel, police, firefighters, and other essential workers found that under real-life conditions, both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are 90% effective after your second dose. Lena Sun, health reporter at the Washington Post, joins us for more on vaccine effectiveness. Thanks for joining us, Lena. Happy to be here. We got some really good news uh, coming out of Pfizer and Moderna with these vaccines. We have some now uh, some data on the real life conditions of how effective it is. And after you get both of your vaccines, it's 90 percent effective. This is a study that the CDC did. This is coupled with the news that uh, President Biden announced about 90 percent of adults will be eligible to get their vaccines in the next three weeks. So a lot of good news on this. But uh, Lena, help us walk through some of this study and what we're finding out. So I think people remembered when the FDA authorized these two drugs back in December and researchers were stunned at how strong the data was. It's over 90 percent efficacy in the clinical trials. And, you know, the difference between the clinical trials and the real world is in a clinical trial, they can make sure that everything is measured just right that the vaccines that have to be frozen and stored at certain temperatures are done precisely. Obviously, when you go to the real world, well, you're dealing with the real world, right? Do they remember to take it out in time? Was the vaccine used past its expiration date? And all those things. So the key for any vaccine is always to see how it does in real world conditions. What this study did is it looked at those real world conditions across the United States in six states and in all different kinds of workers who are on the front line. And they found that it was provided really robust effectiveness in preventing infections. And that's really important because the people who were part of the study were all the kinds of people who are on the front lines, healthcare personnel, 
firefighters, police, essential workers, all the kinds of people who would have contact with the public and are at greater risk of exposure to the virus and also to spreading the virus. And the states that these people were in were Arizona, Florida, Minnesota, Oregon, Texas, and Utah. And some of those big states we heard a lot about throughout the pandemic about really high case counts and and variants swirling around. And that's the other thing, too, is that when this study was conducted, it was during that winter surge that, you know, a lot of people, unfortunately, were dying. A lot of people were getting infected. So um, this was kind of like a, a, a big stress test for it also. It was a really big stress test because it was at that time, you know, by January, if you remember, that more than 3,000 people a day were dying. And when the clinical trials were done, they were done at a different part of the year and the case counts were not as high yet. And the other important thing to remember about this study is it's one of the first to look at how effective the vaccines were against infection, not just people monitoring for symptomatic cases, but for infections that did not result in symptoms. And that's really important because many of these people, because they swabbed and collected these swabs you know, themselves, CDC was able to pick up when there was virus detected before symptoms even appeared. And that's when you want to know because you could have the virus and not show signs of sickness and still spread it to other people. So that's what this was very important to see. Right. Some of the uh, designers of this study were also saying that's part of what made it so difficult to design. You know, it was kind of the honor system. You relied on the participants themselves to take those swabs and send them in. The CDC had to negotiate with FedEx and UPS even to make sure everything could be shipped properly. So that was a, a big challenge to what was going on there. Right. It was very hard because it was taking place, you know, at a time the, the people that they enrolled, these participants are very busy people. And so that you had to make sure that they could take time out of their busy lives. The healthcare personnel were on the front lines taking care of patients and the other essential workers were also busy and that they had to remember to do this swab every week, right, for 13 weeks, yeah. regardless of whether they had any symptoms, send all the stuff into this one lab. The CDC had to negotiate with FedEx and UPS because they were getting like thousands and thousands of samples were being sent to this one lab. But people were really good and, you know, they had like 100 percent completion almost for these tasks. And so this study will be important because going forward, it's going to tease out a lot more things like whether these vaccines protected against the variants. Yeah. And then that's some of the data that we don't have just yet. They're still looking for something on that. Still looking to see if the vaccinations have anything to do with less severe cases of COVID or, or your hospitalization. So that still all has to bear out uh, over time. Finally, Lena, if you could just uh, help us walk through the breakdown of who the participants were. We know that there were a lot of frontline workers, as you mentioned, healthcare, police, firefighters, all of that. But, uh, you know, we saw that about 72% of them were between the ages of 18 to 49. The majority were female. Well, what else do we know about these participants? Well, we know that most of them were white and healthy and didn't have chronic medical conditions. And the fact that they were younger, the, you know, in the 18 to 49 age group is important because that is a signal for a lot of the working age adults that it works in this age group. 62% of the people who were vaccinated got the Pfizer BioNTech vaccine and about 30% received Moderna. 
um, there were five people, just five people who got the Johnson and Johnson, because by the time this trial ended, by the study ended, Johnson and Johnson had just been approved. And so there were not very many doses of Johnson and Johnson going out. And then the remainder of the people who got these vaccinations, they're still trying to confirm exactly which vaccine they got. About 63 percent of the people received both recommended doses and 12 percent received one dose. So for the effectiveness here, you have to get the two doses and the full immunity kicks in 14 days after your second dose. Right. Even after that first dose, uh, people were getting about 80 percent protection. So just all good news all around you know, more evidence for people to go out there and get your vaccines. The eligibility's opening up more and more every day. So get out there, get those vaccines. Lena Sun, health reporter at The Washington Post. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.